This episode of the Fiction Writers Podcast is brought to you by The Novel Notebook. With each character and each setting, hundreds of details must be compiled and organized, far too many for a writer like you to keep them cataloged in your brain. The Novel Notebook provides the answer. Visit www.fictionwriterspodcast.com novel and quickly discover how to organize your materials and take your novel to the next level. Welcome to the Fiction Writers Podcast with Lana McCara, where you will discover tips, tricks, and ideas for fiction that is hashtag unputdownable. Here you'll find new energy, new perspectives, new resources, and new ideas that will spark your creativity into a blaze of brilliance. It's easier than you think. Be sure you visit our website at www.fictionwriterspodcast.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now, get out your notebook, tune in, and let's get started. Get this one thing right, and an editor will see you as a pro. Get it wrong? A rank amateur. It's just that simple. My name is Lana McCarran. and welcome to the Fiction Writers Podcast. Tips, tricks, and ideas for fiction that is hashtag unputdownable. Point of view is something that you'll see in every writing course, whether you are in college, doing something online, or maybe attending workshops. Point of view is about which character is telling the story. Whether it's first person, I, as if the character saying, I went here, I went there, or it's third person, she did this, she did that, doesn't matter. The point of view is handled the same way. You're just using different pronouns. And possibly a little different language. I steer away from first person, I, because of the language issue. If you use I, every word in the book is dialogue from the reader or the the main character's mind. So you want to get that and be sure that you have that understanding when you get started because it's a running stream of consciousness from that person's mouth. If you're using he, she, they, then you can use your your writing talent to a different at a different level because you are describing what they're doing rather than it coming out of the person's mouth. However, either one, you're looking at the world through their eyes. Now that's incredibly important because looking through at the world through their eyes is going to inform every aspect of the book. And this is the one thing that I've had people who've taken my course come to me and say, you know, I never heard this before. So let's just think about that. If the book is in one person's point of view, you can imagine if a camera was behind their eyes recording what they saw, all the five senses, what they saw, smell, hear, uh, heard, tasted, and felt, all those things are coming from this person in their mind, this camera behind their eyes. So let's just imagine we have a person walking into a home. Now, this is an older home. It's been re- remodeled and renovated, but some of the stuff is still original. So let's just imagine if uh, two, two different people walk in. The first person who walks in is a handyman. 
And what is he going to see when he comes into that house and walks into the living room and looks around? Well, he's going to notice the moldings. He's going to notice the doors and the way they are set and the fixtures and the handles and the, and the hinges and everything. He's going to look through the place for consistencies and discrepancies. He's going to admire the work or he's going to look down on the work. So when you have a character, a, a point of view character, coming in to a setting, the description that you put in the setting is coming from their perspective, their mind, a camera behind their eyes. Do you think that man is going to notice the shepherdess figurine on the hutch? Probably not. He may not even notice the hutch, except that, you know, it looks like somebody refinished that. Something of that nature. He's not going to notice that what kind of curtains, unless there's a specific reason for it. And so when you have that character coming into the room, your description is going to mirror what he would process in his mind. He would notice the kind of flooring, the quality of the workmanship. Okay, so let's have another person walk in. This person is a, a young wife, and they're looking at purchasing their first home. And her husband wants to do a, a renovation. He, he wants to save some money, get a, ho a home that needs to be refurbished, and fix it up. Okay, so that young wife is going to come in, and she's going to be noticing the possibilities for her and her future dream home. And so she's going to be looking at the feeling of it, how the curtains are complementing the sofa, the decorations, the pictures. She's going to be looking at the details of the kitchen if she's a cook. If she's not a cook, then she's going to be looking at how the cabinets go with the countertops. If she is a cook, she's going to be saying, oh, yeah, I want a, an oven like that. Oh, look at that range. That's awesome. I could do this, this, and this when I'm cooking. Or maybe there's not enough cabinets in this place. I'm going to need more cabinets for all my cooking gear. So when your point of view character enters a place, your description is going to be through their mind. It is not a catalog. And I'm going to hit this later again when we go through setting but your description is not a catalog of every item what it is is an overview of what that person notices if you write mysteries like i do detective will notice certain things when coming into a crime scene and be sensitive to people messing it up Oh, that was moved. That looks like it was moved. Who did that kind of a thing? So think about that. Everything that you put into your book within that person's point of view, because sometimes you might have more than one point of view in the book, 
I like one point of view to take the character on the journey from beginning to end. So everything in my one point of view books is from that person. And so what you're doing, rather than giving a catalog of everything, you are giving an impression of your character's relationship to the world, their relationship to people, whether they're strangers or someone that they know well. You're giving an entire viewpoint of how this person interacts with the world around them. When you do this with point of view, then you will stand out as a professional because editors who know what they're doing will notice this. It's so important to get this right. And sometimes we will jump out of it because we're so excited about something that we don't realize we've jumped out of the person's point of view. We've actually broken the point of view and snapped the person reading out of the narrative, whether they know something about point of view or not. doesn't matter. They're still going to snap out of the scene and go, that just doesn't sound right. They might not know why, but they will see it. So get someone to read your material. Get someone to read your material aside from you who knows this. Tell them, educate them if you need to. And then get some feedback. Because sometimes when we're in that writing mode, we just can't see it. But read your work out loud. Check it over. And every single scene should be from their five senses and nothing else. Thank you for stopping by. This is the Fiction Writers Podcast, and my name is Lana McCara. See you next time. Thank you for tuning into the Fiction Writers Podcast with Lana McCara, where we share tips, tricks, and ideas for fiction that is hashtag unputdownable. Remember to visit our website at www.fictionwriterspodcast.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Fiction Writers Podcast.